And now, it's time for your reality check. And here's the reality coach himself, Mr. Nigel Booth. Welcome to the reality check. It is Thursday, the 25th of August. And in the studio today, it is myself and Mr. Nigel Booth is absent, notably absent today. He is on holiday. He is enjoying uh, some time over in Wales. So I have uh, done my usual trick when Nigel disappears and asked my wife Amy to come along and join us in the studio. So uh, just to introduce once more to all of our listeners, Amy, welcome to the show. Good afternoon. Hi, everyone. I hope you're having a wonderful day and thanks for having me back. Yeah, definitely. Anytime. You're uh, now a, a regular, what did we call it last time? The takeover. Taken over. That's it. Yeah. I'm in. I'm through the door. You can't yeah. get rid of me now. That's it. Every time Nigel's away, I'm just going to come in, just make it. myself at home. Yeah, that's it. No, it's good. It's good. And uh, so today we thought we'd uh, go for a bit of a theme. Um, if you recall, if you've listened to the previous show that we did together, we talked a lot about tribes. That's right. And how important tri- having a strong tribe around you is in your life. And then um, today we had a think and we thought what we'll talk about, um, given that today is the GCSE exam results day, um and kind of linking in quite nicely with what me and nigel were talking about last week um so we were on the show as myself nigel and nick another returning guest and we talked quite a lot around why it is that we don't do the things that we're meant to do um so i think that sort of streams quite nicely into our topic today which is essentially um choosing your, choosing career, your path. career path how do you choose what it is that you want to do and particularly with those with the GCSE uh, exam results, um, it's quite a big milestone for people of that age in their life. It can be quite overwhelming, quite daunting. Definitely, um, I can remember it. I can remember that feeling of kind of standing there in the morning and with all of your classmates around mm. you and waiting for that piece of paper to come through. It felt so, so important. And, you know, it's a big, big lot of pressure at the time. Um, can you remember back yeah. that far? Yeah. <laughs> that far yeah thanks we're the same age so you know i know but you you usually do this to nigel so i thought it's only yeah, fair that i know I kind yeah of, i do you know, give nigel a hard a time about his age because he is a bit older than me absolutely quite a bit older than me but uh yeah he won't thank me for saying that but you know it's out there now um but he can't yeah, do anything about I, it he's not here he can't uh, <laughs> no i do i do remember and yeah you're quite right it, it does feel like such an important thing because and i think that's because you know your whole it's almost like although the GCSE stage is like two years of your schooling, you feel like you're kind of building up to it the whole way through, aren't you? Absolutely. So it's it's just for that piece of paper, it almost thinks like it's, yeah, you're doing two years of studies and that's what you've got to show for it at the end of it. Or and time yeah. feels different as well when you're younger. If you think back mm. now, it's probably the age that we were then, we've experienced again since then and lived that of our lives already yeah. so it, and a bit more i think and a bit more yeah absolutely <laughs> so it does feel like a big thing um mm. and it is a big point in their lives where they're having to make those decisions but hopefully today i think um you'll agree we're hoping to relieve a little bit of the stress and tension yeah. that people might be feeling around Well, i think that's the most important thing is don't stress although there's a lot of um emphasis placed on it I think as you go through life after that, you start to realize that, you know, it is important, but it's not the be all and end all. It doesn't define, you know, what results you get doesn't define your opportunities in life. Um, 
that. I remember people saying that to me and I didn't listen to them or believe them at the time either. No. So there'll be people out here that are that like... Listening to us going, what do you know? What are you talking about? You know, of course it's, in, you know, of course it's the be and all and end all of... Um, yeah. But you're young. You're like young. you've got plenty of life time ahead of you and uh, plenty of choices that you can make and things that you can go on and try and do. So um, whatever the results you're getting in today... Don't stress it. It's okay. There's plenty of options out there. And I think we're going to discuss some of those things in the show today and explore different options maybe that you can take and maybe give you some more inspiration, some ideas. um, If you're feeling, whether you're feeling ecstatic over your results or whether you're feeling a little bit deflated by them. Um, Mm. Hopefully we can discuss some options today. Absolutely. And uh, maybe give a little bit of an inspiration as to what to do next. The Reality Check with the reality coach, Nigel Booth. Today, I've got Amy in the studio with me, and we're talking about career paths. Um, so we were thinking back uh, in the break there, just back to when we got our GCSE results, which was a few years ago now, wasn't it? Yeah, fair few years back now. <laughs> yeah, but I can remember it well, and I remember how much sort of emphasis is is kind of placed on that, um, on, on the importance of that. It certainly um, feels like a lot of pressure. I remember a few of my friends in absolute tears because they didn't get an A. And looking back now, and even then, I was always of the mindset, hey, what's the stress? What's the matter? Yeah. You know, and a lot of it was, my parents are going to, you know, do this, that and the other, and they're going to be so angry with me. And uh, it's just a lot of pressure to put on yourself. So first of all, if you didn't get the results that you were expecting today, like we've already said, don't stress it. But also we're going to go into a little bit of detail about kind of what choices we made after we mm. got our results. Because I got some pretty fair results. I think I can reel it off. It was like four Bs, six Cs, a D and an E. Like you just know it off by heart, right? Uh, like that yeah. was my results. They were all right. I was fine with those. Um, and I always knew what I wanted to kind of do with my life. So that kind of was good. because I had it a bit easier for you. Though. I had an idea already and I did some training that was equivalent of A-level as well to kind of progress through and start to become a dance teacher. So teaching was something that I was always interested in. Mm. I knew that from a very young age. I remember preschool telling them, I want to be a teacher. I remember writing on my whiteboard um, and just being really passionate about sharing knowledge and engaging and I've always been someone who wants to continue to develop and learn so for me when I saw my friends getting so stressed out and even now as a teacher seeing students getting stressed about SATS results as young Mm. as seven um, it does make me chuckle a little bit but but in a sad way because I'm like it you know there's so much time to curve a a part your own pathway out I know you had like a very different experience to me Mm. of kind of falling into a career path yeah because I think because you stay on um and did sixth form didn't you for for as long as i could as long as i was getting free education and free dental care you did two (laughs) years and then another year didn't you that's right yeah Yeah, so i ended up doing three years so my second lot of a levels i did in one year you did two a levels in one year first time you did four in two years and really i just loved learning and it meant that i got to pick up the exams that i didn't get to do the first time round. it also meant that i could try new things yeah that um so see i had a different experience in a way thinking back i always thought it was a bit strange how you kind of sit in for your GCSEs but you pick what subjects you're doing for A-level before you get your GCSE results and in a mm. way I think that kind of worked against me a bit because I did significantly better in one subject it was in English than I thought I was going to and actually if I'd have known that I may have done English at A-level but yeah. I didn't I just picked a load of completely different actually I picked entirely subjects that weren't available at GCSE because they were like 
That does make it complicated, especially if you haven't got a clear goal. You're kind of looking for guidance from, well, what am I good at doing? Mm. What, where are my skills? What do I find easy to do? Um, and so that would be very helpful. Definitely speaking to nieces and nephews, I know that they are having similar, you know, troubles with what do you choose? Do I follow what my friends want me to do? Yeah. Do I listen to my teachers? Do I follow what I want to do? What do I want to do? That's another big question. But you found yourself... Um, finding a job in insurance so how did we end up there yeah well it was a couple of years after the gcse's actually so i'd done the gcse's did uh, a level for a year but i didn't do particularly well in the as levels um because i struggle a bit with exams um and it's something i've always struggled with is in that exam setting being able to sit there and and deliver that information um you know pull that information out of you in an exam setting in a in an environment where um it's very formal and very rigid and very mm. structured for some reason my brain just just stops kind it's of very definitive isn't it to say here's an hour tell us everything yeah. you know whereas, and if you can't perform in that environment yeah, definitely. then whereas in the, in an when i'm in an environment where it's just a casual in a classroom environment where there's a debate going on i can perfectly articulate what i want to say but which is why our sociology teacher used to come and drag glenn back into the class um even when he'd um stopped doing sociology in a levels yes, after the yeah, first year that, he'd come yeah. and drag him and bring him back in because he was so good at debating and engaging and getting the, the rest of the students to actually yeah that's talk right in yeah class. i love that because i didn't have to do it i didn't have to write anything down i could just come in and talk but i wasn't actually on the course so um but it, it just goes just, to uh, show there are options out there for everybody whatever it is that works for you the reality check with the reality coach nigel booth uh, today I've got Amy in the studio standing in for Nigel and we're talking about career choices and uh, in view of the uh, GCSE results day being today. Um, so we were just thinking back a few years, uh, a few more years back to when uh, we got our GCSE results and I was talking a little bit about how um, my journey and I ended up working in the insurance industry um, but it kind of went in a roundabout way because I didn't know what I wanted to do at all. I had no idea or direction. I was kind of following a path um, so I did my I was talking about how I did my AS levels and then uh, basically struggled with the exams I think from talking to some younger people that things have changed a little bit now with the A levels in that some of its coursework and some of its yeah exams. you've got a mix of different options that you can do you can do national diplomas you can do vocational yeah. you can do A levels so really I guess we're talking about continuing education we're talking about year 12 going yeah, into yeah. year 12, yeah, 12 and beyond and whatever yeah. age you are because don't forget obviously you can always do it at any age oh yeah absolutely i mean there were people i remember when we were back in school there were people that finished their gcse's and were like right i'm taking a year out and they went for a gap year or whatever and come back so we had once you get to year 12 it's people are of different ages aren't they because some people have had a year out so they're like a year older than you absolutely. but they're still doing that thing but i think i just with the exam setting i just really struggled with that kind of hit three hours one question Mm. 75 points or whatever and you're just like and and i think all of them, everything i could remember just fell out it's there somewhere but i just couldn't access it in that in that environment so i kind of went on to college um and i had a bit of an interest in it so i was kind of doing an it course mm, that's right. um but what what i struggled at with that was because i actually did okay in my gcse's in terms of I, I i attained enough a to c grades or whatever it's called i think it's numbers now isn't it but they do then, they do do it in numbers but I, I i achieved the right amount of gcse's to be able to go into the higher level of the the computer course and skip the foundation course which is one year um, but what i found was i got into the room full of all of the people in the class the majority of the people in that classroom had done the foundation year before me 
Um, so they had that prior knowledge. Yeah, they had the and, basis and it was very to work specific up from. To the, so I found it really hard because, um, you know, I'd done all the subjects at school, but these were all computer-based subjects. So like programming, web design, all these different aspects and i was like one of only a few students in the class that hadn't been there the year before and i found right. that everything kind of moved at a much much faster pace um because like everyone had already done a watered down version of what we were then doing as a as a i think it was like a diploma or something yeah um so i really struggled with that and ended up going to like a business college and say it for for apprenticeships and mvq um so that's where you would get a job but you're also being kind of like that continued need continued development somebody came in and uh so i did a job like a a, a a nine to five but it was like somebody would come in occasionally and sit next to me and monitor me and right, make sure that okay. i was ticking certain boxes so it was like and that worked really well for me because i got a bit of money um yeah. on an apprentice wage but at the same time you're getting a qualification um out of that um but kind of when when that finished i then just uh, and it was in an insurance brokers um and, and and when that finished, I kind of just carried on working there. <laughs> so yeah. it was like, that was my like seamless integration into, into the insurance industry, which is um, an industry that isn't really mentioned or anything in, in school or... No, um, a lot of people find themselves in it almost um, accidentally. Yeah, everybody's got a story about they accidentally fell into insurance. Because I'm yet to meet anybody, any young person that go, what do you want to do when you grow up? And they go, sell insurance. And it's funny because, uh, well, uh, if you don't know about me and Glenn, um, I was we were going through this together because mm. we met um, in sixth form, in sixth actually. Form, yeah. So that was one of the magical things that we experienced after GCSEs was actually meeting each other and uh, and getting married and moving on. But there's so many different ways that you can take. And I think Glenn's just given some great examples there of how you can keep trying these different things. And if it doesn't work out, try something else. And the same with me. I didn't pick the traditional route of, you know, going through GCSEs to A levels to university becoming a pgc student to become a teacher and yet i think it's added so much more to my ability as an educator i'm in the studio today with amy and we're talking about career choices and um and in particular um we've kind of covered already um sort of touched on some of the possible options that there are um at, at this point in your journey uh, if you're just getting your gcse results today um we just wanted to kind of let people know that it's it's not the be all and end all if you've perhaps you know not not got the results that you were hoping for um there's many other options out there and um that definitely seems to be the message that i get from young people is the stress of it all the pressure of it all and the the unknowing and the worry that uh, kind of uh, revolves around that and that can be really quite hard to see in a young person because we can all relate they might Mm. not realize it but we were all there. We can all remember what that feels like, Absolutely. having those pressures that we put on ourselves, having the pressures that others put on us, whether that's teachers or parents, to achieve a certain thing mm. um, and make a decision and choose that right thing to do and what is the right thing to do. Definitely. Um, but so I think I wanted to explore a bit more now about sort of well, what are the what what's the best way to kind of get uh, some advice who can we who can you go to for advice on if people are struggling or feeling like they don't know what to do next and it's all getting a bit too much where can we find that sense of clarity where can we get it from hopefully hmm. we might have given you some different ideas and a little bit of insight to what you may have heard from the people around you hmm. but um, I think the main thing is like talking to friends and people yeah. who are close to you and talking to family and talking to other people that have been through it if you've got an older brother or older sister you know 
find out what what they think but i think the most important thing is to tell yourself that it's okay and just don't put too much pressure on yourself at this stage uh, try different things i think there's a part of me that kind of wishes that if i could go back i probably would have tried lots and lots of different things mm. um to see because you're always and me and nigel have talked about this a lot on the show where it's like you're always thinking is there something else that i should be doing is there something where i could make more of a difference or 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 that would be more fulfilling um but you kind of get stuck into a you can you can get stuck into what you're doing and you build yeah. up the knowledge in a per- particular area and you think oh, okay well like, that's it um I'll, I'll carry on doing this not necessarily forever no. um, and also sometimes i don't know about you but there's that underlying feeling for me of i want to pick the right thing right away mm, yeah. <laughs> i want to pick the right thing and just do that yeah. um but actually that's quite an un- unrealistic it is unrealistic expectation yeah. for, and i think the many. other thing is you kind of you think of it as like well if i spent a few years working in this job and then i go and do something completely different then i've wasted my time and mm. i i've been guilty of thinking that when i was younger yeah as i've got older i've realized that none of nothing there's no regret from any of that stuff because every single thing that you do you are building up experience you're talking to different people you're building up life experience and it and and we are everything that we've done before us makes us who we are today definitely and those limiting beliefs can actually really hold you back Mm. that oh no you know I don't want to change what I'm doing just think if uh, Glenn yourself having now started your own company if you'd have continued to believe that you'd never be in the position that you're in in now and I can vouch for the fact that you are a lot more true to yourself and happier as a result of making those decisions obviously it comes with other stresses because when you try something new you've got new challenges oh yeah it's been utterly um, terrifying but it's one of the I'd put again i i've i wouldn't have any regrets at all because it's an experience and yeah i've learned so much i've met so many different people and it's only been two years just in the last two years you know but that's that's been yeah life-changing for me really in terms of developing as a person and that's in my you know mid to late 30s that has happened absolutely i think the key is trying new things finding different answers from friends family community whoever you can speak to because if you don't know you don't know Mm. until you see something how do you know if you're going to like it until you try it how do you know if you're going to like it um and if you can't find that thing then actually trying to get somewhere if you don't know where you're going as the cheshire cat says Mm. any path will take you so it's quite important to try and discover what that thing is that makes you tick that makes your heart warm that makes you you just find yourself doing it naturally and it's you don't have to think about it but if you don't know what that thing is then i think it's important to invest time in discovering that that bit of self-discovery and enjoy the journey along the way you know we are quickly coming to the end of the show we are today talking about career choices um and i just wanted to go a bit further forward really um because we were talking about the options that people have uh, when they get the gcse's young people um and where they can go next we talked a little bit about college about a levels um gap years you know all sorts all sorts of things the i didn't go to university and neither did you uh, amy but um lots of people do and i remember um i was thinking really i don't know what i'd have gone to study at university because at that point i didn't really know what i wanted to do 
no. Um, for, for me, I was offered I was offered a audition at Lippa, which changed everything. Oh yeah. Um, because I didn't want to go to uni. All my friends were like, "But you're going to party," and I was like, "I don't want to go to uni to party and get in debt." Yeah. You um, but I didn't get in in the end. But it was a, it was a nice experience, and I actually then went on to get a level four diploma elsewhere mm. and find different alternatives for education. So I think it's a big decision, isn't it, as to whether or not to go to university? And I think for some people, it depends on what. Um, industry you want to get into I think if you know what you want to do there are certain professions where the the entry is you need a degree um, to move into that that industry Um, and I think if that's the case it does make sense to plan ahead and work backwards I think something we learned working with Ify Thomas who I've mentioned Mm. a few times on the show before um, she says about you know to break down some of the mystery around what what it is that you want you think what it is that you want at the end i.e i want a job being a you know a doctor or physician or something like that um you would then say what course do i need to do yeah and see what other people have done and work back and see what work out your roadmap of how you get there and work backwards so you say oh i need this degree and that's at this university so how do i get to that university and you kind of go back from now and and obviously at gcse stage you're also like well what a levels will i need to get into that university Mm. And it seems like quite far ahead planning, isn't it? Yeah. Um, which I suppose it is. But I think the thing that I wanted to stress was that you don't actually necessarily have to do all of that right now. Um, we've got um, a good friend who actually, he was, we, I met him at A-level, uh, doing A-levels. Um, they'd already and taken, they'd already a, gap taken a gap year. Did, did their A-levels and then was still a bit unsure about what they wanted to do. So fell into some employment, um, you know, um, work, working. And for many years did that until they were like, right, I want to go and do this job. It was like something just clicked something just one clicked day, didn't one day, it? Yeah, and they were like, right, I, I'm going to go and get this job. And to do that, I need to um, uh, get a degree. And then, you know, probably in their, some days in maybe the mid-20s, I yeah. think, or... Uh, then got on went to university got the degree um and i was kind of um i remember thinking god you've gone and uh, i think even once they got the degree came back out and went back to working at the place they were working before they'd gone to get the degree but then used their degree to get a job in london in the field that they wanted and they're absolutely smashing and it. Absolutely yeah. accelerated from there. Yeah. And do you know what I think the thing was is that they'd found the place that they actually wanted to be and mm. that they felt comfortable and that they were able to excel at being themselves. And once you do that, things start snowballing. Yeah. Whereas if you just settle for somewhere, which you might need to do to save money or to prepare or to get ready for something else, that may very well be necessary. But sometimes we find ourselves kind of in a job that we've selected. And then often as we get older, it's quite acceptable to just stay in that job, you mm. know, and yeah, our lives are so, there's so much time. There's so many different phases that we go through and different periods of kind of what we're feeling like, what we're capable of doing. Why not change it up? Why not try different things? Absolutely. I think I think that's the overarching message really is to just try different things, find out what works for you and um, and, and don't sweat it too much. It's, it's you know, it, the, the only time that you can't start again is once you've, you know, once we've moved on from this life. Other than that, you know it, it it doesn't matter the sky's the limit yeah people start careers at all times in their life and make a success of it it can sometimes take some people have got it all switched on from the beginning some people get into much later in life before they suddenly click and turn everything around and and i think the most important thing is to enjoy the journey appreciate the journey and and try and find you know try and be happy throughout it 
definitely because you're definitely going to have failures you're definitely going to make mistakes but from those things you're going to discover the true things that you discover and be able to the true things that mean something to you the true things that um make your heart tick so until you're willing to put yourself out there and be vulnerable and try new things you're not necessarily going to find out what those things are so be okay with it definitely well that's all we've got time for this week but uh thanks for listening to the show Have a great week and we'll catch you real soon. Take care. Get in touch with The Reality Coach and be part of The Reality Check. Email nigel at therealitycoach.co.uk Thanks for listening. Until next time.